Space Generator Mission. Brett and I briefly lay out our plans for the pod, discuss what we've been listening to lately, talk about upcoming shows for the summer, is Tom returning to Blink? We also preview the new seasonal Weezer EP that were recently announced. All right, let's go. Welcome to the first episode of the General Admission Podcast. Um, we are here in GA, looking at the stage. Not really, the figurative stage of our audience. Um, my name is Nick, and I'm here with Brett. Uh, say hi, Brett. Hi, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we're here to talk to you guys about just all music news, anything kind of music related. And um, we figured we talk about this stuff all the time, so why not try recording it and see what happens? And we've been talking about it for almost a decade now, so. Yeah, yeah, really. It has been has been a decade. Uh, me and Brett went to college together. Uh, we met there. And um, we, I guess you guys don't need our whole life story just yet. We'll, we'll get there in good time. Um, but, yeah, so. So here we are. Uh, Brett, what have you been listening to lately? So this week, it's been a big Alexis is on fire week because they're back. They're releasing their first new album since 2009 in June. And I'm really excited. And I fell down the This is Alexis on fire Spotify rabbit hole today, just going, spanning all their releases and just getting myself all hyped up oh, to wow. finally get back to some new Alexis on fire full length, which we haven't had, like I said. For many, many years, and it was really relatively unknown if we'd ever get another new release from them, at least aside from the singles they put out. But so this is really exciting, and the new single is awesome. So, so I'm it's, very, very hyped. It's Alexis on fire, or Alex is on fire? Because I've always wondered this, and I've always been curious. So, at first I was calling it Alex is on fire, too. And then somebody corrected me and said it's Alexis is on fire. Or Alexis on fire. There oh, we go. <laughs> Alexis is on fire. There's an extra is in the middle. There's, there's two is in there now. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're going to have to change their merch. <laughs> they should have thought that out a little bit more. Like, put some spaces in, or maybe the point is that there is no spaces, so it's just all Alexis yeah. on fire. A little, like, capitalization with no spaces, like computer programmers do. The camel, camel's case. The camel's called. case. <laughs> I, uh, I saw those guys a few months ago i guess it's a little longer than that i saw him open for brazen benjamin in montclair at the walmart and that was uh quite the throwback show but i never really listened to a ton of alex is on fire (laughs) (laughs) i'm still unsure even though we just talked about it um they killed it live though they were great um they are just like they were one of those bands you hear for like the first time and you just get hooked in immediately like i was drawn in by Dallas Green's vocals and of course he went on to have a successful solo career with City and Color and that's what he's been doing since this time where they broke up but now they've been back together (laughs) but now it feels official now they're actually putting out a a full length instead of just releasing like the odd 
uh, the one-off singles here and there. But yeah, because I feel like I've I've heard them on Octane, like on Sirius, and usually Octane is like the newer stuff. And they definitely had a single out when I saw them uh, a few months ago. So there wasn't. It's any like familiar about. drug, I think. Yeah. Is maybe what it was called. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Um, yeah, they were they were really good live though. Um, they they brought it. They had that energy, and I was like, oh wow. You could tell like when a band's into it, unlike Crazy and Benjamin, who was not very into it. Oh. <laughs> I'm a well, isn't like isn't there like one original member left, and it's just it's just like this singer? Yeah, right? it's just just Ben, and he. Uh, I get the vibe. He thinks he's like hot shit. I mean, that's right. His name is Ben. So. <laughs> if you're listening, come on to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah um i don't know those are some great albums back in the day though oh when they God. were a full band yeah it was uh we are not alone phobia and there was one other in there the one with diary of jim whatever that one was i don't know if that was phobia i'm blanking right now <laughs> yeah i don't remember either but man i used to i used to love them i used to see them at like three days grace I'm going to go down the Breaking Benjamin rabbit hole now after this pod, probably. It's a good rabbit hole. They still put out good music. It's just, like, it's not much different than their old music, but it's like, why not just listen to the old music that has nostalgia? Because <laughs> nostalgia is a powerful drug. Which we'll discuss many <laughs> times on this podcast, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny. I, I was talking to Nicole um, about the pod before, and she was saying, like, Thanks, wife. Yeah, my lovely <laughs> wife, hi Nicole, you're, you're our first listener. Um, she was asked, she was saying like, when you guys introduce yourselves, you should name like, you know, your top like three favorite bands. And I started thinking about that, and I was like, man, I don't even know how I would begin. Like, we might have to sit on that one and come back to it. But it's a really hard question. Like, people think it's like an easy question to ask people, but like, if you yeah. listen to like a ton. It's kind of like it depends on the week what your three favorites are. That's that's what I told her. I said it's a it's a rotating cast, and then if you try to go overall, it's like where where do you put your top? Like, is it your favorite band that you think is like the best, like talent wise, or is it just that band that makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside because you've been listening to Take Off Your Pants and Jackets and feel like ten years old? So. <laughs> Longevity is definitely a factor, though. If I had to narrow it down to three, that would be one of the factors I'd... Yeah. Yeah, because Nicole was saying, like, she, her, some of her favorite bands used to be, like, uh, like, Boys Night Out, and um, what else did she have in there? Like, Sayusin. She's like, they don't really do much anymore, so that's probably when I put them at the top for me. Which is sad, because they kind of fall down your list and they go away, because you forget about them, because they're not in your yeah. life every day anymore with in your face with new music yeah but you'll always have those early albums to put on and take you back to those days so that's pretty nice that nostalgia yeah that's why i appreciate rise against so much i'm looking at their poster behind my laptop right now because they give me nostalgia and they still put out awesome albums which is a beautiful thing not many bands can do it that long no but that reminds me, I have to get my ticket for that show soon. Yeah. At the Pony. Yeah. With the U's. And Spencer's Tale. Oh, that's right. I forgot they're yeah. on that. I saw, 
I saw someone describe it as the tour of singers who can't scream anymore, and it kind of offended me a little bit. Would you say is Tim in that category? I don't think so. I mean, we see him every year practically, and I don't get the vibe that he can't scream anymore. I mean, um, it's definitely less and rolled back, but it's not. I don't think that that he can't. Yeah. Yeah. Burton the use, yeah. on the other hand, I think he's like <laughs> destroyed his vocal cords, so I think that one's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. And I don't know if um Buddy from Spencer's Trail yeah, ever I don't think could he can scream either. consistently. <laughs> he has their albums are great. I I never saw him live back in the day. Um I don't think. Maybe at like Bamboozle or Forks once, but I know there's some um there's some rough videos of him trying to scream live, and it's uncomfortable. Didn't they open for some 41 when we saw them a couple of years ago? Oh, yeah. Um, I just forgot how they were, though. Someone I, I, was I don't doing, know if that's a good thing. <laughs> someone was doing an album tour. I don't know if it was them or some 41. That Does this look infected? Uh, that, were they yeah. not on that tour? Yeah, Maybe? I think you're right. Yeah, because we would have... If Spencer's Trail played, like, a whole early album, I think we would have remembered that. Legend told you. I want to just... That album. When I when I heard Buried Alive for the first time, I think I listened to it on repeat for, like, a week. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And then called... And you hear, like, NJ Falls in the Atlantic, and then just called... Yeah. Lady in a Blue Dress. Um, Irony of Dying on Your Birthday. The Screams. That was, like, the early... Rum is for Drinking. Screaming. Ah. Yep. That's going to be a great show. What a lineup. You remember uh, we saw the used at um, the Warped Anniversary, and he just, like, started, like, quoting Shakespeare for five minutes? He did, <laughs> yep. And the I guitarist does all the screaming now. Oh, that's cool. They, they, uh, I like how they work it in. Like, so he, he, he handed off that know? duty. Yeah, you, you got to keep the streaks, because we saw... I don't know if you came to uh, Silverstein a few years ago, but Hawthorne Heights opened, and Hawthorne Heights, like, that show. their streamer after the first two albums, like, I think he died, like, tragically in a car accident or something, and they never really replaced the screams, which always disappointed me as a fan, because that was one of the things that saved Screamer to them. Wait, so how do they play their songs live, then? Um... Someone someone was streaming live, now that you mention it, but I don't remember much streaming on albums that they made after he passed. So, I don't know. if Fans change, but I like them for the screams, because screaming can be fun. <laughs> screaming can be very fun. <laughs> um, I've been listening to Pup a lot, getting um, ready for that show. I gotta get ready for that one soon. I'm waiting for the new album in, like, two weeks now? I think so. I think April um, beginning first? of April. Yeah. Maybe. Is I'm very ready. I kind of slept on Morbid Stuff when it came out, but for the past month I've been listening to it nonstop. And it's so Morbid good. Morbid Stuff is great. It's so, so good. It was um The Dream is is it The Dream is over? Yeah, right, that's the second album with uh QZP or whatever. If this tour doesn't kill you, I will. Yes. Uh they're I feel like they're top of the game right now in the genre because they just their their guitar their whole instrument instrumentals are amazing and then their lyrics are awesome um 
she's got a voice that kind of grows on you at first. Um, but, man, they're just, I can't wait to see them. They're going to bring some energy. Have you seen them before? No. No, I haven't. I This will be my first time, too. I think I was supposed to see them at, like, uh, Crossroads once, and I got sick. Oh no! And I've still never been to that venue, which is kind of crazy because it's pretty close to home. It might be one of my favorite venues, honestly. After seeing the Ventingers there, it's just it's like seeing your favorite band in a in like a living room. Like, how wow. often do you get to like say that? You know, not often. Because even like Starland is is pretty big. I mean, it's this still is a, like it's still a club, quarter of the size of Starland. It feels like. Ah, what what are so you put? You think Crossroads favorite venue? Right now, if I had to rank, I think it's it's up there, close to the pony. The smaller, the better. I took exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the motion yeah. of the ocean. <laughs> uh, the the pony's a good one. Um, the summer stage. Is summer stage is probably better than the indoor yeah. part. I'd say right. Inside's kind of just like your standard like club venue. Yeah, but the summer, summer stage, stage is awesome, man. When the sun's setting on like the opening band and like you know they're smiling, it's beautiful. And you can't place. see what's on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not for at a all. good half hour. <laughs> it seems to be like always still switch because every time we see Rise Against, still switch opens. <laughs> not gonna complain about that though. <laughs> no, they 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 might be a band I've unintentionally seen the most. Because they're always opening for someone. Always opening for Rise Against. Um, I I go to Disturb shows with my uncle. He's from out. They open for them a lot. Um, Shine Down back in the day. I feel like they were on. Remember that uh, Carnival of Madness show? I think they were both. They were. They, were they? They were on that, right? Were they? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Now I'm drawing. It feels like they I, were. I think they were. I think it was then. Or was that a? Or no, that was the. Uh, it was like a monster festival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uproar? Yes. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I for, it was them and just, it was, I think it was Disturbed and Kill Switch. Yeah, they, they must be friends. You could tell. <laughs> and then I saw Slipknot this past summer, and Kill Switch opened for them. So I still have yet to see Slipknot, which they're pretty high up on the list now. It it was wild. I I don't listen to a ton of Slipknot. Um, not like knocking them or anything. I just never I never listened to them a ton. Like you know, I knew like Wait and Bleed and like uh, Snuff, great song. Um, what else they got? I don't know. But um, like the popular ones and uh, Duality. Yes. Yeah. I push my fingers. In. Yep, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, they they were they were like a tent. Like it felt like all nine like of them. It was wild. They had two floors to the stage, and they had like all these like weird fans. And then they just had this one guy. He might have been a keyboard player, but when he wasn't playing keyboard, he was in like kind of like this like bodysuit looking thing, almost like Maynard. <laughs> like he's in like this weird bodysuit, and he would just like like creep around the stage like some weird like zombie ghost and just talk with other members of the band. Was he was, carrying a baseball bat? I don't think he was carrying a baseball bat. But there I know was, one of them would just hit a garbage can with a baseball bat, and that was like his instrument pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of drummers they had up there, I'm sure one of them was probably baseball bat tested. <laughs> they had, was it two? Two or 
two like war drums on the side and then this big drum set in the middle that they're all wearing clown masks it was awesome it was a very cool show we gotta go next time they come around yeah they're 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 touring now actually but so many tours got announced at once that i had no idea it's hard to keep up now yeah i feel like when like march gets here or like spring starts kind of knocking everyone starts announcing tours and it's not that the shows are all at the same time but the tickets go on sale at the same time and you have to buy them when they go on sale <laughs> like you're just like leaving it up to the resale market which could be a disaster but somehow worse than ticketmaster which is hard to do but dude ticketmaster owns everything my friend was complaining about the be here now tickets and um I forget the the ticket company. He's like, oh, Ticketmaster, blah, blah, blah. This isn't Ticketmaster. Then I Googled the company, and it's Ticketmaster. (laughs) Ticketmaster Live Nation. Like a monopoly, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, I think everyone can relate to it when you're buying $60 tickets and paying like 30 on top. It kind of hurts your soul. I think it's like more now. Like, Ticketmaster single-handedly scared me off from seeing Foo Fighters this summer. Dude, me, me tickets were like seventy five. I'm like seventy five, not bad. Then the final it came out to like one fifty. I was like, how is this like double, Like, how are you adding another ticket onto my ticket? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> nonsense. And they don't even mail shit out anymore. You don't get tickets. You like what? Maybe it's all the app, right? Yeah, or just I don't know. Put the real price in up front, and then at least I can like not get disappointed in my <laughs> that they have it thrown out. Yeah, just like be open with people. Yeah. Um, They'll pay anyway. Just at least tell them at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, because if I mentally commit to a number, I'm going to do it. But then if that number doubles between, you know, steps three and four of checkout. Um, Speaking of, I still have those really expensive My Chem tickets. And one of them is still yours if you want it. Because now you're not getting married because you've taken foot off for two years. It's true. And (laughs) and Midtown is going to be... Is it your, are you going to yeah. the Midtown one or the uh, uh, Midtown? Is the other one? Uh, Thursday's okay. the other guy. That's which right. I was a little bummed that I wasn't going to the Thursday show. And then, speaking of who we've been listening to, I've been listening to a ton of Midtown. I don't know how I miss these guys. They're a Jersey band, came up in the early 2000s, and they're just like awesome pop punk. And I just yeah. never really knew they existed. <laughs> Trying to remember the name of the album now because it's like there's like a girl on the cover. It's like red, and she's yes. like a bar or something. Yeah, I'll tell you right now because I have it open. Um, forget what you know. Nope, that's yep. the other one. Oh, no. okay. It's forget what you know, and then there's living well is the best revenge. That's, that's the, the one. Yep, with that's the girl it. Yep, that's the one. That one. That one is phenomenal from front to back. Yeah, yeah. That was I was talking to my friend and she said that's the one to listen to. And then the other one is really good too. The song. Uh, give it up i recognized and realized it was from madden 2004 i want to say but low-key had great soundtracks back in the day yeah yeah all those games all those sports games even uh, a couple snowboarding games had really tony good hawk soundtracks. of course oh yeah tony hawk he's like the og for good music they introduced me to a ton of stuff i oh, just yeah. played most of the games um goldfinger Goldfinger, Rust in Peace, Disturbed, Primus, 
Pop on so Trio. Random, random stuff. Yeah, this song, uh, Give It Up. Midtown, I was listening. Like, this band gives me nostalgia, and I didn't listen to them 20 years ago. And they still give me nostalgia because they just sound that, like, they of have that, that time. 2000, yeah. They're and almost then, Weston Jakey a little bit. Not that the magic yeah. is, but. <laughs> no, I agree 100%. Just like, they're kind of like less than Jake, but instead of like leaning sa, they lean a little more like punk. Yep. Like their voice is very similar. More newfound glory than sa. Yeah. Yeah. Who is also touring? <laughs> All of um, self titled, I want to say. Sticks and stones, I think. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We already self titled already happened. I'm torn on them because I feel like I've seen them play that album in full like so many times now. Uh, see, I, they, I they did a 10 that. year, they did like their 25 year tour as a band, and they played that in full along with like their other albums. Yeah, that was cool because you could just pick for shows which albums you wanted. And they mix it up too. It's not like they went like front to back with each one, like they mixed them all in together in the set. Yeah. Which is awesome. That was very interesting because you go see like an album, usually play the album front to back and um it was an interesting choice i'd love to ask them like why because <laughs> it's got to be hard to remember all those songs and then you throw them in a wacky order and to play them like every it. night on tour like songs you haven't played in like years yeah yeah that's crazy and um is Sum 41, Destiny Dream, All Killer, or Must Go In on this tour? Because you told me this, but I feel like I haven't seen them. And I, really I think I read that on Brooklyn, was it Brooklyn Vegan? I really want it to be right. true, so I haven't like searched to say yours, really. I want to say I'm like 90% sure they are, because it is its 20-year anniversary. Oh, man. And then it's also tw the 20-year of like No Helmets, No Pads, Just Balls for Simple Plan. Yeah. So they're supposed to be playing that in full, too. That would be good. That's that's an album I didn't think I listened to very much, but then I looked at the track list and I'm like, I know yep. more than half of these songs. <laughs> if it, that's a that was like a a staple album back in a little the day. less relatable now, a little less bitter teenage angst. Yeah, in our age now, but still a good album. Oh yeah, it's funny. I we were listening to um, we put the new Avril Lavigne album on. And Nicole was like hating all of it. Really? I thought and she'd like it. So her her reasoning is Avril Lavigne is nearly forty with a kid and she's like, Boys stink, they lie, la 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 and she just like feels like it's it's kinda insincere, which I kinda get that vibe now that she says it. And this the songs are good. I didn't but think then, about it that way. But then you wonder like, are they just trying to cash in? I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. It's it's tough. I'm starting to think about that one a little differently now. <laughs> I mean, I still liked it a lot, but cuz there's I feel like you could break it down into like kind of three three sections. You have music that's or let's say lyrics that's really sincere and from the heart and you could tell it's just super genuine. And then you have lyrics that are just fun like think of like a lot of blink songs like they're not trying to like write some crazy like um perspective on life they're just like i'm going on my first date and i can't wait <laughs> like it's nothing it's nothing crazy 
but it's still they're just trying to make a fun song. But now there's this this third where I feel like people are just copying the formula just to cash in, and I don't know if I endorse that formula. Or Machine Gun Kelly or both. <laughs> yeah, and like tickets to my downfall, it was a fun, like great album. But well, great, I don't know. But like it, the album was, it was enjoyable. But I just don't know. Did he want to make like fun pop punk songs, or is he just like, here's the formula, na 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 na, and then like puts it out, and then does. He's got another one coming out next week, so we'll see if he re-ups that formula. Yeah, and I I don't want to be a hater, but like it's just what I what I wonder, and that's not to say I don't I don't enjoy the songs. Like I enjoyed the Avril Lavigne song, like despite um, my wife hating on her super hard, <laughs> but but yeah, it's just I don't know some, something to think about sometimes. Um, I listened to the the MGK Bring Me the Horizon song recently. It's interesting. I'm not sure yeah. how I feel about it yet. Yeah, I was. I felt I mean, okay, kind of different, and then the screams came in, and I was like, "Oh, this is sweet." There we and go. Then the screams went away, and I felt different again. <laughs> and yeah. that band's been all over the map. Yeah, they, since like they first started out. Are they? They're from, like, England, or am I mixing yep. them up with? I think they're from. Is it? Sheff- Sheffield. England, maybe? I want to say. Yeah. Maybe? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere over there? You could have said anything there, and I probably would have agreed, but that sounds pretty good. Um, had a big Bring the Horizon phase in college. I still like them now, but I don't listen to them nearly as much as I did back then. Yeah. There's, you know, bands come in and out, but I'm, it's cool they're still doing it. I mean, they've kind of adapt, like they've adapted, unlike some screamo bands from that era have. I feel like, yeah, like they've kind of grown with the times, while others kind of faded out because they never really found what to do next. Yeah, I kind of put story of the year into that, and it makes me sad because I liked it so much. But I know I feel sad. <laughs> I feel like they kept doing the same album, and then eventually they're like, "All right, maybe we should just stop." <laughs> they had some great ones though. Oh yeah. I mean, I, they never put out an album I didn't like, but I think they did like kind of they their newest one was meh. Which maybe I like don't when know. When they re like when they got back together, then they put one out. Let's see. Um, doing they, our research live. Yep. Well, we don't have to do so. It's just <laughs> Oh, they put out a single in 2021. Oh. So they are still around. They have the cover of, like, Skyjack kind of on the single. So I don't know what's in that. Oh, Cage Avenue, I guess. Oh. Was it for, oh, it was Wolves that came out 2017. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I listened to them. Huh. I remember Cage Avenue was good. No Way Determination was great. Fuck Swan, I liked a lot. Yeah, the constant. I don't remember the constant. Constant had some. Uh, I'm alive to the burial. Oh, I'm alive is a great song. Now I remember. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They were looking at these songs. I don't. I don't remember too many others. From Wolves or for Constant? Uh, Constant. Wolves, I definitely don't remember. I remember it was, wasn't that great. 
and it never went back together. Yeah. Well, they tried. They tried to get back together. It happened. It happens. Give you credit for trying. Yeah. Got a couple interesting news items this week. Yeah. What? What have you been doing? I know we were talking. We were texting yesterday, but about the potential reunion of the Gaslight Anthem. Oh yes. It yes. should be very, very interesting to see where that goes. Whether it's just a reunion tour, or if they actually go back in studio. I hope they go back in studio. I saw um, Brian uh, Fallon announce three shows at Crossroads today, maybe? Are those the ones he canceled because of COVID? Oh, maybe. I didn't know that. He was supposed to happened. have like a winter tour, and I think he ended up canceling some shows. Uh, yeah, there was three, July... Like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, one of those days. I've never, I've never seen him solo. No, Gaslight yeah, a couple times. We're great live, but yeah, they just have something about them that just like feels special when you see them. I don't, I didn't even know a ton of their songs very well when I saw them, and they seem amazing. So I'm excited for them to get back together. I yeah. feel like if they do like announce they're gonna put out a new album, I feel like we can talk. We can get into Get Hurt a little bit, because that, kind of, that was the album that pretty much divided the fan base, and also eventually caused them to break up, pretty much. Oh, wow. I mean, I still like it, but it's a very different <laughs> Gaslight album, because it yeah. was, like, he wrote it as he was getting divorced, so, like, I don't see why people expected him to write a happy-go-lucky Gaslight, Gaslight Anthem album. Yeah, I mean, they're going to write what they know and what they're going for. Exactly. It's just, I, I'd rather that and it be a topic I don't love than just, like, them, like, faking it. And there were still good songs on there, but there were ones, like, that were really just, like, slow and on the darker side, and they were weird live when they were coming after, like, the 59 sound and stuff. Oh, yeah, they didn't mesh well with everything else. No. Maybe I remember they toured with Jimmy World for that album, and that the set just kept going, like, from ultimate highs back down to, like, lows. Like they couldn't find a good balance. It was like a really weird set. And they played the art center too, so I feel like they were like in Guam when you're sitting on the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're way out there. <laughs> Which Maybe is weird for Gaslight. Uh, he was just getting ready for his solo stuff. Maybe he knew he wanted to go that direction and realized it worked better alone than with the whole band. I think they all wanted a little break from that. Yeah. I mean, when was that? 2014. I think album came out in 2014, so I think they broke up like 2015. Then they got back together for like 59 Sound anniversary. Put on a oh. great show at the Pony Summer Stage. Played like a whole weekend there. Wow. It's amazing. They're Jersey guys, right? They are. Oh. Red Bank guys. Oh, cool. South Jersey. Wow. <laughs> Yo, Frank Sancho is real. <laughs> <laughs> for that one. No. We went to school in Central. They dig it. Born and raised in Central. <laughs> There's a beach. If you look at a map, Mammoth is right in the middle of the state. You got a beach, so. you're south. <laughs> That's how my brain works. <laughs> White, you better. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see uh, Janice Lovesong announced a, a tour? I think they're playing, is it Crossroads or somewhere else? Oh, House, of, Inde House of Independence. Ooh, when's that? Another one I haven't been to that I should look into. 
thought we saw uh, didn't we see one New Year's Day? Oh, I guess I have been there. That was one New Year's in tiny moving parts. Yeah. Right. Oh shit! I forgot all about that. Guess I have been there. Um, That's like five years ago though. May seventeenth is when the interesting yeah they remind me a lot of the messenger right oh, i love spanish love songs yeah yeah i had their um their latest album on today um it's pretty dark content it is <laughs> yeah good lyrics but just very heavy yeah. and dark i was like cooking dinner drinking a beer i'm like listen to work uh i don't know if this is it right now this is more like a rainy tuesday <laughs> <laughs> that became like the COVID soundtrack because it came out like a month before everything shut down, and then it ended up like pretty much summing up that whole year in a nutshell. Oh uh, yeah, that's unintentionally, perfect. but it did. Yeah, yeah, that year that we're still in, right? It's still 2019 or whatever. Right. <laughs> or 2020. <laughs> I'm just glad concerts are back though, because we, we it's hard to forget, but we did go like a full year with no shows, which is odd for both of us yeah um my bank account was happy uh, yes that was true but i was sad Um, but now we're making up for lost time so yeah sad bank account that's how that's how (laughs) i've been justifying everything like when we we played like what was it through hundreds to seek tools and yeah uh, (laughs) i was like well you know we went over a year without shows so i'm still like at a net positive and we went like 13 years with no tool music. Yeah. So we don't know if they're ever going to play again. So there's that too. Yeah. They've uh they've become a like a guaranteed base at this point. So good. It's such a good show. And he said I'll see you again soon, so hopefully that's true. We didn't play any of the stuff I really respected. Like no. The I should really correct myself. Good. They didn't play any of the hits from the older albums. They played a lot of B-sides yeah. from the older yeah. albums. And yeah. Opiate, which is, I guess, because that's just like 30 years old now. So they just played that song. I don't even know the song. All right. So you want to jump into some uh, Blink talk and see um, what happened to Tom and where he's at? Yeah, I think I'm ready for some Blink talk or... Where are you, Tom? There we go. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how that came through. Um, (laughs) If not, we got Anchor. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We can fix it in post. Um, There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, we'll say, flirting going on between the boys on Instagram. I think we all know what's going to happen there. They're laying it on us pretty thick, so. I hope it does happen. All, all it takes is a, a nice near-death experience, and then they get back together. It's a shame <laughs> it has to come to that. <laughs> it, it really is. If they break up again, we could just uh, we just put a pretend Tom got abducted by aliens and then drop back down. <laughs> oh, it's a new that. Tom. <laughs> new Tom. The new Tom. Um, I, yeah, they are laying it on pretty thick. Um, I saw, I saw a post yesterday on Tom's Instagram. It was, um, four, or excuse me, three, three, um, 
nice, uh, we'll say, ladies behind on the beach. And he said, <laughs> the caption was, um, me, me, Mark, and Travis back in the day <laughs> before, before recording our album. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that they're friends. Even if they're not getting back together, it makes me happy to see them being friends. And if they do get back together, I think you're someone who can confirm that they won't get a lazy, unmotivated Tom on stage like the last reunion after you saw him this year, or this oh past God. year, right? Yeah, he was, uh, that was, that was awesome when I saw him at Angels and Airwaves. Um, he was not, I don't know, he was a little drunk, but um, <laughs> he's really into it. And I, I wonder, I was going to ask you, um, if they get back together, do you see, um, like, another um, California-type album, or do you see another, like, neighborhood? Like, I don't know if Tom's settling for for California albums. I don't know. I feel like, with, like Mark has kind of been all over the map with, like, features. So I feel like he might be open to some new ideas, even though, like, a lot of the California and what was the other one? Just a, I can't think of the rainbow album. album. I'm blanking on it. Six Six California. <laughs> oh, ten. Nine? What'd you call it? Ten. Oh, ten? Nine? Nine? No, ten's, nine. Pro, ten's Pearl Jam. <laughs> ten's Pearl Jam. <laughs> nine. Nine yeah. was great, too, though, so. Yeah, they were but good. They were good albums. Um, I like, nine was good. Um, I like California more than I wanted to admit, um, but. I feel like Tom wants to experiment more. Like I don't know if he's gonna be happy with just the verse, chorus, verse, na 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 bridge. Travis goes crazy and then wrap it up. It'll be interesting to see how that how they mesh together, because Travis does have a sound now, as you can hear with like every single artist he's working with. The whole new Blink album is gonna be features of artists under twenty one. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> Willow, um, Kenny Hoopla is he Travis's guy? I like. He him. is. Yep, I like Kenny Hoopla. He can he can be on the album. Um, Avril Lavigne can be on the album. She might be on there. Travis should just put out like one of those like old school like hip hop mixtapes, but it's just like all his people, just random like um, collaborations. <laughs> That's what I want, and I want in the middle of the songs Travis to just like yell stuff. Has he yelled stuff before? I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard Travis. I was gonna say I've never heard him like, <laughs> especially on stage. <laughs> All right, well then maybe you could get Tom to yell stuff. That might be that might be more fitting. <laughs> Tom used to yell a lot back in the day, not so much on the reunion tour like ten years ago. But no, they didn't. They didn't let him. <laughs> Anytime he tried to talk, they would just start playing the song. It was, it, it was might have been for the better at that point. <laughs> yeah, they weren't they weren't having fun, and no. you can tell when a band's not having fun. It it like uh, the energy goes out to the crowd at least. And it seems like they recorded album. neighborhoods like not together. Like they were all over the place. Like they were just sending recordings in, if I oh, remember correctly. Yeah. yeah, I remember reading that when. They were sharing info on the breakup. Which is why it sounds like many different records yeah. folded into one. Although I have to admit, I've gone back to Neighborhoods, and I like it. There's some really good songs on there. I still think yeah. it's front-loaded, but as a yeah. whole, it's still good. 
Yeah. Not their best, but it's good. Up to like Listen Well. And then Red, yep, that's the cutoff point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like. I think it was a, a good Blink album in the sense that they were trying different stuff without you know going too off the rails. Because I'm sure if it was up to Tom, there'd be like ten minutes of just like ambient noise. Oh, I'm stuff. sure. <laughs> Snake Charmer looks good on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then that went into Hearts All Gone in a Room, which is just like, I love when they do those interludes. What was the one on self-titled? The Fallen interlude? It's just like... Like the woman reading? No, no, no. It's always like... Down, 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 pick me up, I'm falling. Oh, yeah. Traps and traps. It's like... (laughs) It's like a piano. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like a weird, like, kind of spacey jam that you don't expect out of Blink. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh, boy. Is self-titled their best album? Um, yes. Is it my favorite? Probably also yes, now that I think about it. Um, but <laughs> um, I think as far as Blink albums go, self-titled is like a very good balance of um, good lyrics, good um, instrumentals, and just flows really well. Yeah, I think they, they found... Like, if they could have kept it on that... Although, did they both come out right after that? Not right after, but, like, it, there was a time between... I think they kind of broke up a little bit after that. Oh, Didn't, like, yeah. like Tom went off and did Boxcar Racer. Mark did Plus 44 with Travis. Yeah, the first breakup. The first breakup, yeah. Yeah, then they got back together with... Uh, was it the Weezer Taking Back Sunday? No. I think so. It's when, when they put out the Greatest Hits album, yeah. right? Because there was one oh. tour they did with My Chem, I want to say. They also oh, no, that was neighborhood, that's around Neighborhoods, I think. Oh, okay. That was yeah, a good show. There were two PNC shows that are, like, flash memories. I don't remember anything from those two that after pretty well. I think one of them was like Manchester Orchestra opened. Unless oh, that was the yeah. same Mike Kim show. It could have been. That that one we remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. When you're on the lawn at a Blink show, anything can happen. <laughs> or just on the lawn in general at PNC. It's always one of the best shows. And let's hope we get some more Blink shows soon with that original lineup. And then I guess Sibo will just uh, go do his own thing, or hopefully. Nice to keep him in the band. There's just like four of them now. Wow, I can't imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> you have two rhythm guitars instead of like one lead guitarist and one rhythm guitarist. <laughs> two rhythm guitarists. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think more bands need is two rhythms, no lead. Travis, no one lead. Travis is the lead guitar on drums. <laughs> His drumming is, is enough to just cover lead guitar in that band. Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly is the lead guitarist. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't make me say mean things about Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> He's a fine artist. <laughs> that, that's There's my, a layup there. That's my, stance. <laughs> that's my stance at MGK. He's a fine artist. He's fine. <laughs> So 
Doug was telling me um, we got Believers coming. We do. I think that's going to be probably our main segment next week is breaking down the first of four new EPs from Weezer this year, which they're calling Seasons, or S-V-N-S, I think. (laughs) And they're dropping each one on the first day of spring, first day of summer, first day of fall, and first day of winter, and they're all going to be different themes based on that season. And then, I guess those will all come together to like be the album thing sort of or the story I think yeah if they if the, each, each one's like four songs you get like a because they're gonna get lumped together in the end yeah i like it um weezer's you know weezer's like probably the most opinionated fan base in the world <laughs> weezer discord i can't get enough of weezer discourse like there's just so much you could touch on and so many people have strong opinions about them yeah it it's a lot of passionate fans um you could just be in the the pink and blue camp and everything else is trash (laughs) so um a lot of a lot of fans like that yeah i don't think that's a fair take um but those are definitely my favorite they do have some duds in there but duds in pink and blue no i mean in their discography Oh, oh oh yeah you're gonna say duds on the first two albums and no 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 not think of a dud yeah well they're all over the place but i i kind of respect what he does because he's really good at making pop hits like weezer has a summer hit like every single year even if like they're not necessarily like bangers like rivers set out to make good catchy songs and he does it for better or for worse I don't know. I think it's it's all Pinkerton's fault. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's quite the. Well, Pinkerton wasn't the debut. Blue was the debut, then Pinkerton, which is just crazy. They got shit on. Yeah, yeah, they crazy. Like Rolling Stone, like gave it like one star, and everyone was going in, and now it's just a fun impediment to like the fans of Weezer. I love you guys. I do too. They, they showed pretty much that two years ago, I think, and those tickets were impossible. No, because everyone wants to go to that one. Yeah. Yeah, they either toured Pinkerton or they were just playing, like, stupid small venues. Either way, I think it's awesome. That Art Center show you went to was so much fun, like, right after White Album came out. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a while ago now. That was just a great, like, middle of the summer, like, drive over hang out, drink some beers, sing along nonstop. I love how uh, they do medleys live because they just have so many hits. And they can't play the ball. Yeah, Yeah, they have to just, like, string together, like, the verse of, like, Island in the Sun and then go into Beverly Hills. And then (laughs) there's just – there's just too many. Too many. I wonder what – That's why I'm curious to see – how these sound because I, I did like both the albums they put out last year yeah um i didn't i didn't really listen to them too much well they had the van weezer album which i'm a sucker for cool. like that kind of like rock and metal so it was like right up my alley yeah i mean they they nailed it i mean miss mistaken mistook mistook some of those songs for van halen like 
could just be like on in the background. Like I don't recognize this song. Sounds like they're very much depressed. There's oh, some finger tapping going on in that one. It's Van Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one they did? They did. They've just been like naming their albums after colors, right? Uh, I think they changed it last oh, year when they put out these two. Okay, human. Okay, human is very good. Very different from, like you said, just great pop song. Oh, I remember this one. Now there was one. Was it Playing That Game? Oh, Shades of Wrath. Yeah, there was a couple on here that were just interesting. Like you, like, he has so many songs. It's like, how do you keep coming up with ideas like that? And they had Black Album, which I remember not liking. Might have to revisit that one, though. I remember being very, very poppy. Like, I like some pop, but this was, like, too much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It looks high as a kite. I think was the name of the single. Can't knock the hustle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, usually with Weezer albums, these days, I listen once or twice, and I don't really wind up going back. Except for Daydream. I had one more song. He has like so many airs on here. So what do you think? If they're doing seasonal EPs, it would be safe to say like winter would be more like melancholy. Um, summer, yep, that's probably, the plan. summer would be like upbeat. So what happens if uh, spring and fall is like that's the degree? What do you think we're getting? I feel like he explained this, and I had to find what he said. He kind of gave a preview that kind of broke down what each one was. But you're right about winter. I remember winter, he said it was going to be like a Elliot Smith like almost. Yeah, winter, winter, you got to go like sad and slow. I'm looking it up now. Summer. Summer, they're great at making melancholy. That's like every year. Um, so spring, I feel like it would be in the same kind of vein, that like upbeat stuff, but maybe a little slower. Like, no, I mean, that's really all I have. That's what it all comes down to. You never know what he's going to put out. You really don't. Very hit or miss. Unfortunately, as of late. Yeah. When you put out that much music, it's you're either putting out too much of the same, which is just as much, or you're changing too much, which is just as bad. It's it's a very fine line. Very fine line. All right, I got the quote here. You got it? All right, so he said, the spring release is kind of like happy chill. Happy chill. Fall is going to be like the strokes. Okay. Winter, sad acoustic. Okay. And like you said, summer was... Banger. Well, they just know how to do <laughs> summer music, so... <laughs> Banger. Now, here's the, here's the real question. We, we won't know until summer comes out, but will one of the summer songs contain the word summer in the title or in the chorus? Like a bingo card. I feel like it's like even odds for either one of those. <laughs> He's got to reference something. I feel like he does it pretty often. Feels like know. summer. Yeah, I don't know. Just put that back on there. <laughs> what? It's a new song. <laughs> we played it in a different key. 
Yeah, we should we should uh, make some predictions on what we think these albums will contain, whether it be references or or certain phrases or nostalgia songs. Like Winter might have a song about bands that he used to listen to. He kind of likes doing that. But I wonder if Winter is going to be like almost Pinkerton-y. Dare I say. That'd be cool. Acoustic and just like chilly as F. I don't know. I'd be okay with that. Oh, I'd definitely be okay with it. I just wonder, you know, if you're successful and happy. I guess you can still be, you could be successful and happy and still have some some things to open up about. This is true. I'm curious what happy, chill spring is going to sound like, though. Happy, chill spring. Well, by this time next week, you'll know. When's it coming out? It comes out Sunday, because Sunday is the first day of spring. Oh, all right. All right, so next episode, we'll get into a new Weezer. We may or may not have a guest. Yeah, yeah. Um, First guest on the pod. Um, get hyped. If anyone wants to send in any questions, topic ideas, um, voice memos, we will, you know, we can play play a voicemail. Um, you could send your stuff to genadmissionpod at gmail dot com. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Anyone who is here listening to the first episode, thank you so much, and um, we'll see you next time. Take care, everyone. Peace.